Hello and welcome to Movie Nosh with Mike and Josh, where each episode we sink our teeth into a different movie feast. Aced it. That's the smoothest I've ever done it. Yeah. 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 This week we were going to electrocute each other during the game, but Mike's a bell end and left the electric thing at home. So we promise next episode someone's getting tasered. There will be tears. Yeah. And probably erections. Tears dripping onto erections. It's the cry wank of all cry wanks. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. What movies are we reviewing this week? No, 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 no. Cue the theme music. Ah. Right, so this week we are going to start off with some movie news and we're also reviewing three films. What films are we reviewing, Michael? Uh, we're reviewing The House. The House? Starring um, Will Ferrell and Will Amy Poehler. I think I, that's how you say name. Yeah, Will Ferrell. He's, he's renowned for releasing brilliant films. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> we're reviewing Pirates of the Caribbean, Dead Man's. No, Dead Men. Tell No Tales. Tell No Tales. Is that what it's called? Yeah. and uh, it's Dead Man's Chest was the first one, wasn't it? Second one? No, it's not getting very confusing. Um, it's also called Salazar's Revenge in some countries. Oh, one of those. Uh, and then we're also reviewing uh, the film we just watched, The Big Sick. The Big Sick. Which I thought would be about hangovers. People vomiting everywhere. Yeah, it's not. No, it's much nicer than that. It is. It is nice. Yeah, but we'll leave our reviews for later. In the meantime, it's time for Josh's movie news, so Michael. No, it's uh, movie news, it's movie news, it's Josh's movie news. It's got a different cadence every time you do it. It's all about the cadence. I like it though, variety is the spice of life, as they say. So, this week's movie news. First of all, we found out that, um, what's the name from Terminator? Linda Hamilton. Linda Hamilton, oh my god, complete brain fart there. Linda Hamilton is apparently, potentially, returning to the Terminator franchise. Linda Hamilton was the one who played... Sarah Connor, is um, John Connor's mum. Yeah, the yeah, badass, yeah. the one who somehow fell in love with a time traveling. It's all got very confusing. Soldier. That was yeah. great. It's great. It made sense at the time. Uh, I mean, I'm, I've not completely hated the new Terminator films. What did you think of Genesis? Didn't completely hate it. Yeah, it didn't fulfil me though. No, 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 no. It wasn't as bad as the uh, as the one before that. Actually, I didn't mind Salvation that much. That's the one yeah. where Christian Bale had that mental breakdown and shouted at somebody. Really? Yeah. Was that the film? I think I think um, Salvation was pretty good. It just got a bit weird at the end, and then a bit of a convoluted storyline. But it, it was decent. It's okay. I, there's a running theme with films at the moment. Where, like they just get a bit crap towards the end. No, it's no uh, no big finish. No, no, mm. no. Um, what, how do you feel about Linda McCartney returning? Linda McCartney. Not oh <laughs> brain oh, fart upon brain fart. It'd be brilliant. Uh, I think Linda Hamilton. It'd be great. It'd be interesting to see. Um, I haven't seen her in any movies recently. Um, She's not worried that it could end up tarnishing your memory of her. Mm. It makes it sound like she's dead. Yeah. What I mean is, you think, oh, she was so good in Terminator, Terminator 2. And then she'll come back and be like, that film was shit. And so you won't feel the same about it anymore. No, I think it'll be all right. It'd be the same as Sigourney Weaver coming back. True. Did she come back for any of the Alien films? Sigourney Weaver? Yeah. Oh, I think it was someone else. Uh, there, was, there was a story that she was going to come back. I can't remember which ones. She came, No, she was in... I can't remember. Anyway. <laughs> um, so that's the first bit of movie news. If you're into the Terminator series, you should be probably excited about that. In other movie news, uh, Ron Howard tweeted a picture from the up-and-coming Han Solo film, which I don't think has got an official title yet. Uh, it's called Solo, We're Going Solo. I was going to say, that's the joke I was going to make. Yeah. Right, it's so low. Beat you to it. Oh, damn it. Um, he posted a picture on Instagram of the, one of the sets with the uh, comment underneath saying spicy, which everybody presumes is referring to the spice mines of Kessel. Kessel route being the famous route that Han Solo and Chewbacca did in the Millennium Falcon in 12 parsecs, which is not time. It's distance. It's distance, it? yeah. Also... What the fuck is a route? It's the run. It's the Kessel Run. It's the Kessel Run. It's still it's the it's called the Kessel Run, but the Kessel Run is a route, isn't it? Yeah. I don't know. Surely routes are all the same length, so the parsec things out the window. It just sounds to me like he found the shortcut to make yeah, this illegal yeah. drug run even quicker. Do you think it was drugs? It's the. I think that's what the spice mines of Kessels are used for. Spice. I drugs. Think I could uh, be wrong. 
Never thought harm yeah. anyone. Well, that's why it's like illegal. It's not. It's not on the DL. Yeah, you just crushed. Crushed years of. Uh, well, yeah. Expectations. They're criminals, aren't they? If you think about it, the smugglers. The smugglers. I mean, yeah, they're, yeah, they're, they're anti-heroes. <laughs> they're anti-heroes. You don't want any death sticks. Um, I'm gonna stop that. Quote. <laughs> <laughs> um, on top of that, there's been a brand new trailer for the new. Uh, it's lost again. What Tomb Raider. It? Tomb Raider. Oh Looks my god! Shit. What is happening to my Absolutely brain? terrible. It's. I don't know what to make of it. I don't know what they're thinking. They've just added a new person to play Tomb Raider, which is Alicia Vikander, who was great in um, Ex Machina, which everyone else pronounces as Ex Machina, and no is one, wrong. No one pronounces it Ex Machina. You will be surprised, and it pisses me off every time it happens. I'm like, no, Ex Machina. Machina. Great film. Um, yeah. yeah, that's interesting. I just I just might put those two together. Um, do you think she'll be a good Lara Croft? I think she'll... Her boobs aren't pointy enough. <laughs> Need they're to not, be, they're need not to polygons. Be two polygons. <laughs> um, I think she's obviously a great actress and we've seen her play some great roles. I just feel like as any video game script made into a movie... It's going to be terrible. It's going to be shit. Yeah. I'm the trying to think of a good video game movie. Um, no. The no? First, the first wasn't evil. I haven't even seen Assassin's Creed yet. No, I, I've heard that. Speaking of, one. Alicia Vikander is an item with Michael Fassbender. Oh, gossip. <laughs> Um, I like Fassbender. I like a bit of Fass. A bit of the bend. Ever since I got to see him pee in Shame, I think. I yeah, yeah. That's where everybody got to see his gigantic cock for the first time. Yeah. I mean, you're like, I think it's normal science. What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> a bit on the small side. Actually. Yeah, my micro penis is different. So. Um, um, she looked, I think it's going to be a terrible film. The trailer is just full of cliches. Yeah, it's and, like uh, someone leaping a, a phenomenal distance. Yeah. At she the very fl- last minute, as a log she, falls away. She flies. She does fly. Yeah. The greatest of these. It looks terrible. Um, I'm not going to see it. I'll see it. No. I mean, I watched the new Fantastic Four film. You can review it then. I'm not doing it. Okay, I will <laughs> review it. Fine. I'll That's... review uh, the um, Orient Express film. I'm, I want to see that though. Yeah, well, you can't. It's got a great cast. You're, you're watching Ray is in it. Is yeah. she? Oh, yeah, she is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. she's someone in that. And uh, Kenneth Brenner is Poirot. Yeah, and a fantastic supporting role um, by Kenneth Brenner's facial hair. Mm-hmm. That's not his real facial hair, is it? The film's seventy percent mustache. <laughs> <laughs> I think people need to see a picture of this to really understand it. So uh, just search Orient Express. It's the new film come out. Obviously, a uh, reboot of a Poirot film. It's so hard to say Poirot. Poirot. I don't have the 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 palate of a French person to be able to pronounce it, you enunciate it properly. You barely got Poirot. The palate of an Englishman. That's very true. Yeah. Anyway, that's Josh's movie news. Take it away. Here's movie news. It's movie news. It's Josh's movie news. Uh-uh. Okay, so first film. Do you want to go first? I have no idea what this film is about. What the house? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, I'll go first, and I'll do a really quick synopsis because it's a really simple plot. So the house comedy starring Will Ferrell as the dad, Amy Poehler. Is the mum of Parks and Recreation. And then the daughter. Not really anybody else that interested in that. And what happens basically is that their daughter is just about to go off to college. And they were counting on a scholarship that came from the town to send her there. But Nick Kroll, who plays a guy called Bob, town councillor, um, takes away the scholarship at the last minute to build a pool for the town. Which everybody's really happy about. But obviously they're not happy because they can't send the daughter to college. So, hairbrain scream, scream? scream, hairbrain scheme by his best mate Frank, placed by played by I can't talk, mate, I can't talk, played by Jason Mantzoukas, who I really enjoy, um, comes up with a hairbrain scheme to run a casino in their house, in his house technically, because ah. the house always wins. So that's why it's called the house. That's why it's got the house because they make a lot of money and they want to raise. I think it's like. 250 grand to be able to send her away to university. This Can sounds... someone explain to me why it costs 250 grand to go to university? Uh, America. Or America. college. As um, they call it. This sounds like the whitest, most middle class storyline I've ever heard in my life. Yeah, there's a black dude in it. A. Singular. Um, does yes. he die? Does he die first? No, no. nobody. In fact, I was going to say nobody dies. Somebody does die. Ooh, I'll explain that later on. So, um, yeah. It's a comedy. It's Will Ferrell. I enjoy Will Ferrell. I, I absolutely adore Anchorman. I absolutely adore Step Brothers. I get that humour. Yeah. I know people don't. My mum fucking hates it. But I, I get that. 
Amy Poehler, lover, obsessed with Parks and Recreation. It's a great series. Just one of the funniest fucking programs out there. Yeah, she nails that character. However, this film fucking average. Okay? Uh, well, I'm not surprised. It's like right down the middle, <laughs> full on fucking average, and it's it's. It's just exhausting, isn't it? When you're watching all these films now and they're just churning them out and this was your complaint in yeah. last week's episode. It's just yeah. like all these really mediocre films getting made when there's such great ones in the wings just because you've got people like Will Ferrell signed on and Amy Poehler. They probably and self-produce them sometimes. Yeah, probably. Be surprised. They've probably got their own company, haven't they? And then, well, the other thing is like the ridiculous length of the amount of comedians who star in this film. Mm. So as I said, you've got Nick Kroll who plays a townsman. Um, I know that Andrea Savage is one of the, the mums in it as well um, I've immediately forgotten all the comedians that are in this film so I can't tell you anymore right now Jason Manzoukas is a, is a funny-ish guy yeah I like him in um, the TV show The League he always yeah. plays someone who's just a little bit like on the edge of being fucking psycho <laughs> yeah yeah but the role, for I think... some reason isn't in a mental hospital yet he's a bit more chill in this one which is quite nice to see um yeah, so it's as I said, there's a lot of high caliber actors in there, all kind of sat part of the same club, you know, all the same. They always hang out together. Yeah, they always yeah. do the same films. Like, um, like the Apatow guys. Yeah, but it just didn't help. It was just really, really average. There was, to be fair, there was a lot of laughs in it. I did laugh a lot, surprisingly, but they were all small ones. Yeah. There was maybe one or two big laughs, and there was some bits in the story that you were just like, hang on. So. I think probably the most interesting part of the film, but it comes out of nowhere, is Jeremy Renner stars. I didn't say that properly. Oh, yeah. Jeremy Renner. I love his forearms. He's got massive forearms, doesn't he? Well, he plays... What's his name? Bone Arrows, doesn't he? Because yeah. he's Hawkeye. Hawkeye, that's it. That's the one. And did you know that he used to be a makeup artist? Yeah, I did hear that, actually. Yeah. And, um, he went on Ellen, the Ellen yeah. Jenner show, and she said, you know, what tips would you give? He's just like... Eyebrows, eyes, and lips just frames the face, frames and everybody's like, "Oh my god, he's a genius!" He's a genius. <laughs> That's why he's got such massive forearms. It's framing that huge face of his. He's just doing um, what's it called? Where they Vogue? No, no, no. They give yourself makeup, and it makes your face look, your nose look really skinny. Oh, you know I, I do mean? know this. Yeah. Contour. Contouring. Contouring. Yeah. Maybe contours his arms. They're not as big in real life. Yeah. Who knows? So yeah, he plays um, he plays a mob boss. And there's a part in the film, which was actually quite funny, where they find that someone in the casino is, is counting cards and cheating them. Okay. And he's thinking he's going to get away with it because it's just a lot of soccer mums running the, the thing. So they take <laughs> him into the garage and tie him up and put his arm in a vice. And he's like, what are you going to fucking do? You're, like, you're not going to do anything. And Will Ferrell gets an axe off the wall. And they're like, yeah, we're going to kill you, man. Whoa. And he's like, I, you, I do not take this seriously at all. But then they argue over the axe and they accidentally chop his finger off and it's just splitting blood. <laughs> Everywhere, and so apparently it turns out this guy works for Jeremy Renner. Jeremy oh Renner's shit! A mob boss. Right at the end of the film, Jeremy Renner turns up, knocks on the casino, comes in, tries to kidnap the daughter who's just found out that they're running a casino, and um, Will Ferrell accidentally chops off his arm. Which <laughs> <laughs> then smells blood, blood everywhere. And then on top of that, um, the the more maybe polar accidentally sets him on fire. <laughs> People try to put him out, so they throw water at him. Turns out it's vodka, so he sets on fire. And then, even more, and then they, um, to finally help him, they wrap him in a rug and, like, roll him over, and then the fire goes out, and everybody's like, yeah! But then the fire erupts into flames, and he dies, basically. <laughs> but it's in the film for maybe two minutes. Yeah. Top screen yeah. time. Sounds like a quality... Uh, and I'm just like, what Jeremy Renner? Could have been fucking anybody. It just wasn't worth it. And it seemed like a really non- non-consequential character, if that's yeah. even a word. It was added and it just felt pointless. So and it was lazy script writing. There were some decent laughs, some Will classic Will Ferrell moments. Amy Poehler can do a lot better. Um, the whole cast can do a lot better. I'm it's, guessing Will Ferrell plays Will Ferrell. Will it? Ferrell plays Will Ferrell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. Um, well, my favourite thing about his character in this is that he gets really over anxious about numbers. So whenever you ask him to count something, even if it's like ten cards, he's like, "Yeah, oh, oh," and starts like feeling sick and stuff. It's just really weird. Um, so, pros and cons to this film. Pros, um, it's very easy watching. You don't have to think about it. And Sounds there like are it. some okay giggles. Genuine laughs? Yeah, yeah. I was actually, like I said, giggling all the way through. And there was some one or two big laughs that I did, but it wasn't enough to make me feel like the film was super good. Cons, um, super average storyline. And the, the you can get way more out of such a great comedic cast, but what can you do? 
Um, I guess what I would say is to give it a popular rating. What I'm tempted to say is I want to change our popular ratings from out of ten to out of five. And my argument for this is that, for example, I've given some films five out of ten. Yeah. But what I want to push us towards is kind of crap or kind of good. If it's a two out of five. It's kind of crap. It's kind of crap. If it's a three out of five, it's okay. Yeah. I mean, you could technically do a two out of five if you're really middle of the road, but I feel like the five star rating system, five popular rating system, yeah, would push us towards leaning more one way or the other. Well, you know, it's just a percentage thing. I mean, if you wanted to give a film, I know two out of five, you could. Just... I could just give it forty percent. <laughs> I know, I know, but psychologically, right? Okay, it pushes you towards one way or the other. You feel better giving it a whole number rather than a half number. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, two out of five. I'll give it both. Sounds okay. worse than... so. I would give this film, oh god damn, I'm not sure, uh, a 2.5 out of 10. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. 2.5 out of 10? No, I'm getting it wrong. Out of 5? So you oh. give it a 5 out of 10. Oh, I've had such a long day. Um, I'm going to give it 2.5 out of 5. In other words, 50%. So I completely forget everything I just fucking said about the Poppadon system. Right, so because it's a, I'm a dumbass. It's a 5 out of, uh, five out of 10. You'd give it... 45%. Clint, no? I'm just throwing... You'd give it four poppadoms and an onion barge. <laughs> I'll stick with that. Four poppadoms yeah. and an onion barge. Yeah, that's my review. This week, I watched Pirates of the Caribbean, Dead Men Tell No Tales, or Salazar's Revenge. Which countries is it Salazar's Revenge? I have no idea. In America, it's Dead Men Tell No Tales. Right. Uh, and I think most parts of... Europe. It's Salazar. I, was say, I thought Revenge. it was Salazar's Revenge over here. Yeah. No, I think it's Dead Men Tell No Tales. Okay. But um, Salazar's Revenge, I think, is a much better title because dead men do tell tales. Otherwise, how would we know all their tales? Well, exactly. Um, forensic scientists would just not exist. <laughs> um, I think the maggot in this body tells me a different story. Yeah, exactly. The, the storyline goes that. Um, when deadly ghost pirates led by um, uh, Javier Bardem. I'm not saying his name. Javier. Javier. Uh, who's called Captain Salazar, um, who's apparently one of Jack's old nemesis, nemeses. Nemesis? But, but you never, you never, I've never heard of him. Nemesis, nemesis, nemesis. He's generally terrifying. Anyway, uh, they escape from the Devil's Triangle and they're determined to kill every pirate at sea. Is that it? Uh, it's a genocidal. Piracy. Piracy. Is the Devil's Triangle the Bermuda Triangle? It's the space in between your anus and balls. That's Isn't that your taint? <laughs> it's your taint. Do you know why it's called a taint? No. It taint your balls and it taint your bumhole. Ah, mm. Is that a northern thing? Uh, I don't know. It's, it's called, um, to say. It's called tisn't down south. Tisn't. Because it tisn't your balls and it tisn't your... <laughs> oh, sorry. Uh, Captain Jack's only hope of survival uh, lies in seeking out the legendary trident of Poseidon. Uh, which is supposed to be a powerful artefact or something that bestows upon its possessors total control over the seas. You sound so enthralled by the storyline. Well, the storyline was the most annoying thing about this. Yeah? Yeah, it was terrible. Uh, so Johnny Depp stars, obviously, reprieving his role as J- Captain Jack Sparrow, uh, Javier Bardem, who's excellent in pretty much everything he does. In this? Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. even this is brilliant. Uh, Jeffrey Rush comes back as uh, Barbosa ah, from the first one. I like Rush. Yeah, he's, he's good. Uh, and then there's a new guy, Brenton Thwaites. It's pronounced Thwaite. Uh, he plays Henry Turner, who's Will Turner's son. Uh, okay, I'm guessing, uh, what's his name, Legolas? Yeah, Orlando Bloom. Oh, that's the guy. Yeah, I reckon he probably went, nah, I'm not doing another one. Well, he's in this. Oh? Yeah, yeah, he, he's, he plays, uh, obviously, Henry Turner's dad. You see him at the beginning, he's got a really gruff voice like this. Will Turner? Yeah. On Will Turner. Why has he got a gruff voice so uh, Well, he's been cursed with um, not being able to touch land for ten years. Or every ten years he can touch land. I think it happens at the end of the oh, third one. Oh, that mean he's got a sore throat? Water on the lungs. Okay. He's underwater most of the time. He's in some sort of ship that's underwater. Well, surely you just sound like... <laughs> <laughs> no. oh, yeah. I can't smoke 50 fakes today. He, he comes out. As soon as he started speaking, I immediately thought of Frank Butcher. Mike Reed. Um, from Who's EastEnders. That? Oh, right, I don't watch oh, I love you, Pat. always have. Oh. I love your big fat earrings. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then, so he, this Brenton Thwaites, who I've never seen before, and I hope never see again, he plays basically Will Turner from the first one, because um, they're exactly the same. And then uh, Kaya uh, Scobdelario, 
who's in... I recognise that name. She is in Skins. Oh, yeah. yeah. She's quite pretty. She basically plays Keira Knightley's character, even though Keira Knightley's in this as well. Um, is she? Well, just at the end. At the end. Uh, they, they're all, yeah, yeah. Uh, makes it makes a, a brief appearance. Um, and so these... The, Henry Turner and Karina Smith, who who the Scudellario character plays, they're basically Kira Knightley's character and uh, Orlando Bloom's character. Is this a bit like how Finn and Ray are basically yeah, just exactly? It's just a soft. This is a soft Bloom. reboot, really. Okay. Um, it's all that you'd expect to see in a Pirates of the Caribbean film. It's mm. fantastic CGI and VFX. Like yeah. the, the amount of money that Disney pour into this. Is, I feel like it's a Disney. It's one. really, really so easy to see. Um, Salazar's character is um, similar to in the first one, I guess, where they're all sort of decaying and dying. Mm. They're all ghosts. Mm. Um, but like half of his face is missing. It looks really, really cool. It's, in, it's really impressive. Um, his hair moves in the way that if he, if he was underwater. Mm -hmm. So when he moves his head, his, his hair sort of moves slightly later. And it's actually quite mesmerising to watch. Mm. Um, and so that's really, really impressive. Um, Maybe he's born with it. <laughs> Maybe it's seaweed. <laughs> um, Johnny Depp is squinting in this film a lot, which he does in a, a lot. Squinting? Yeah, he does that thing where he sort of squints as Jack Sparrow. I'm Jack Sparrow. I've got a weird English accent. Um, he's pretty pretty mediocre in this. I think... They've reduced that... It's like the franchise's lead character and they've reduced him to just being somebody who goes along for the ride in this. I love the first film. The first one's great. brilliant. I even like the second one. Yeah. World's End was the one where you're like, what the fuck's going yeah, on again? Yeah, all went wrong, didn't it? Yeah, uh, it just felt like they, they rushed the third one. Yeah, so Henry Turner plays a skinny English bloke, who Orlando Bloom, uh, as Will Turner, played in the first one. First mm. two and three, actually. Uh, obviously, he's handsome. And then you've got the skinny British, the, the skinny, spunky English girl, mm -hmm. um, who's always in a corset. But is tough and can fend for herself. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I see, I haven't even seen this, and yeah, I love that one. Exactly. Um, there's also a big problem with the storyline uh, in correlation to the other films um, do you remember the compass that uh, tells Jack Sparrow exactly what, what he wants, wants? Yeah. yeah and at one point it points to uh, Elizabeth Turner um, in this uh, it says that he, he got given it by his old captain when he was a kid is that true? well in the third one or the second one I think it's the third one no it's the second one um Tia Dalma, who's the um, the sea goddess, you know that the the um, Rastafarian character. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. She says that she traded it with him, and I'm fairly sure that happened. Maybe he got it off his captain at the start, then he lost it in a bet, and then he got it back off her when he traded it with her. Well, then that should have been explicitly through some sort of exposition. I feel explained. like we should go to Comic Con <laughs> and find if there's a panel. I really doubt there is. Yeah. And then argue with them. Well, anyway, this this compass leads to um, it. Jack Sparrow basically trades it for a bottle of uh, um, rum, I guess. Rum. Where's all the rum gone? Why is the rum always gone? Uh, and then that breaks the spell, and so Salazar can now chase him. Um, and Salazar's genuinely terrifying. It's, so it's, Salazar can only chase him if he doesn't have the compass? Once he gets rid of the compass, uh, the curse is gone. And so now Salazar's free from the, uh, the evil triangle, the taint. And so wow. now he can chase him. Um, impressive... Score. Hans Zimmer doesn't do the music to this one. Okay. But one of his protégés does. Yeah. Uh, Jeff Zanelli. Didn't Hans Zimmer used to be in like a pop rock band in the 80s? Called Hans Shoulders. I don't know, but there's a lady at work called Carolyn who says that her husband used to be in a band with him, I think. The fuck? Yeah. That's a pretty cool claim to fame. Would you really research this? No, I don't think it's that impressive. No. Um... So the music, the score that goes along with Salazar is, is it's just as good as the uh, the original films. I actually love the soundtrack to this movie mm. and all the other, the whole uh, the whole franchise. If you were ever to get on a ferry to the Isle of Man, do you think you'd stick this playlist on? I've done that. Okay. No, I haven't, but yeah. I would. Yeah. Yeah, yeah definitely. <laughs> um, th through this film, Johnny Depp was going through his divorce with Amber Heard, Ooh. and that's a tough divorce to go through. I know. I mean, I would, I would be. Devastated. Yeah. Even though she's a bit nuts. At least you don't have to worry about a dog anymore. 
Oh yeah, I think that this is when all that hoo-ha was happening. Yeah, you know, when she took her dogs illegally into Australia. Did you see the video? I've seen. It? I saw it briefly. Who has not seen that video? It's so it. fucking funny. We are very sorry to have brought an animal without your permission, and that's not what they say, but it's pretty much that. Anyway. Yeah, it's the most uh, disingenuous. Considering the both actors. I mean, it's their worst performance to date. It's I think worse it was than on it. purpose, though, because yeah. they didn't—they weren't really sorry. Doesn't he? If you're Australian, and you believe if you're Australian and you believe them. Shame on yeah. you. Yeah. Doesn't he start laughing at one point? I think he he stifles a laugh. Maybe it's a fart. I can never I can never really tell. <laughs> Same um, thing, really. So because he was going through a divorce, apparently he was chronically late onto the set, mm. and to the point where they had to get a production assistant to uh, stand outside his house and let everyone know when he'd woken up. Really? Yeah, it was really that bad. Although fuck. I'd be depressed as fuck if. Amber Heard left him. Yeah. Amber, no. Mm. She's going to be in the Justice League film. <sighs> as. More Marvel. Oh no, it's not. DC? It's DC. Come on, man. Um, as Nero, I think it is. Queen of the Sea. It's basically Aquaman's. I can never tell if it's his squeeze or if it's his villainess. I'm never sure. But basically, yeah. He's fucked bad. Potentially. Where? Mm-hmm. Um, so, the best bits? Best bits? <sighs> I don't know. It's probably when they're back on they get onto the sea they spend a lot of time at the start of the film on land and then finally the Black Pearl comes back there's some impressive CGI towards the end where the trident of Neptune is um, no sorry not the trident of Neptune Atlant- no not Atlantis Aquaman <laughs> you said it before and I've forgotten it's Poseidon the trident of Poseidon that's there you go the trident of Poseidon when, they, when, they're going, <laughs> when they're going down to, to get that uh, there's also the Salazar's ship does this thing where it sort of rears up onto its haunches and, mm. and swallows other ships, which is wow. quite cool. There's a good scene where there's um, some undead sharks. Mm. That's kind of cool. But there are no impressive set pieces. Like with the second one, you had that um, fight on the wheel. Do you remember that? And it was yeah. rolling down and uh, Jack Black was... Uh, Jack Black. Jack Sparrow was on the... Um, was attached to the pole and was yeah, yeah. bumbling his way through. There is another funny bit where I was laughing out loud where he's about to get his head chopped off uh, by a guillotine. Um, and hilarity ensues and he's, it's very close to him losing his head but he never actually does um, bizarrely I'd say yeah that's one of the best the CGI without doubt yeah VFX um, but bizarrely Javier Bardem's character is supposed to be his sexuality is supposed to be ambiguous in this and I have no idea why it doesn't add anything to it it doesn't add anything sexuality to it sexuality just doesn't come into this film. yeah exactly and actually they cut it because of the backlash that happened with Beauty and the Beast when they oh, had with, uh, Gaston's mate Gaston god people need to get the fuck over themselves yeah exactly it's just conservative pushes so pop it on rating pop it on rating I'd give it a 4 out of 5 I'd give it I'd give it yeah <laughs> yeah uh, I would give it a a, a one and a half. One and a half. that's out a 3 five. out of 10 I'd give it a 2 Wait, what's going on? It keeps going down. It was first. It was a four out of ten. Now it's a two out of ten. What is it? I was doing four. It's, it's a two out of five. Two out of five. So forty yeah. percent. Yeah. Let's move on to the final review before going on to the big game. Speaking of the big game, this movie reviewed is called The Big Sick. Oh yeah, yeah. I, I really like this film. Actually. I I rather enjoyed it. It's something a bit different to what we've been watching a lot of. Really, it's I guess at its heart, it's um, a rom com. Yeah, definitely a rom com with um, a bit of extra heart. Yeah, I liked it. I, I liked um, I liked that it was different. I mean, there's still some cliches in it in the story arc. In that uh, the the main guy Kamal um, Kamal Kamal. It's pronounced Kamal. I'll quit my racism then. You've got Kamal. <laughs> okay. um, uh, so it's a love story between Kamal and Emily. And it's actually a true story for this uh, Kamal Nanjini guy. Um, and as cliched as love stories go, this one's not as bad as it could be. There's still mm. with the story arc where he's they're in love, they're falling in love, there's all that best bit of the relationship where you're finding out all their quirks and there's funny one-liners and you're slowly falling in love... Uh, and then one of them does something stupid and then they never want to see each other again and then obviously the story arc is 
pretty archetypal and you can guess what happens although you can't in this it's a bit it's a that's bit, what I liked about it because I wasn't spanner. sure what the ending was going to be yeah to give a brief synopsis basically synopsis I keep doing that synopsis oh my god to give a brief synopsis basically Kamal 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 is a Pakistani born comedian and then he falls in love with Emily and um, the culture clash ends up happening which I thought was really interesting in watching because it's not something I see very often yeah. in the movies that I watch and I don't really understand the pressure that you have being in a family where arranged marriages is such a big thing and how it can really tear families apart. So that's what breaks them up. But then what happens is she suddenly gets really sick and they have to put, in her, put her in a chemically induced coma for ages. Yeah. And in that time, even though they've broken up, he ends up somehow Wait, having to sign off for her to do it and then ends up meeting her parents, played by Ray Romano... And who was her mum again? Holly it was Holly Hunter, yeah. Oscar winner, Holly Hunter. Um, and they were great in it. I love seeing Ray Romano as like a... I mean, he was funny, but he wasn't like trying to be funny. He wasn't slapstick. Yeah, it know, wasn't like everybody loves just, Raymond, was it? He was just being Ray Romano, or just being the dad. So I think the, the cast in this was excellent. Yeah. Um, and we won't tell you if she wakes up or not, because that would spoil the film. No, but um, it, does, it does take a, a direction that you wouldn't... Um, wouldn't assume, and actually, I think it would be a shame to spoil this film because it would be—it's uh, definitely worth a watch. Yeah, especially if you're feeling a bit lovey-dovey. Yeah, yeah, like we were. Yeah, I just, I, I just had a pizza. That's why I was feeling uh, <laughs> particularly vulnerable. And, um, but yeah, good things about this. It's quite—it's quite, a, it's quite um, an honest, raw look at relationships. I think. Um, in about as honest and raw a way as Hollywood can. Well, it's not really Hollywood. I guess it's it's um. It's just a, a an American film. It wasn't it wasn't too um, cookie cutter. Do you know what I mean? It was yeah. it had enough slight nuances to make it its own film. What I actually really liked about it is we you find out at the end is it's a true story. Yeah, that took me back. Which, as you don't know, the ending could be really sad or could be really happy. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah, but I mean, I thought it was, but I wasn't one hundred percent sure. So, and and it's actually a true story based on um, Kamal Nanjiani's. Who plays the lead character? It's his true story. Yeah, yeah. He's a fairly famous comedian that you'll have seen in a lot of places. You'll recognise his face. Yeah, yeah. If you 100%. don't, his, his name. Yeah. Um, Zoe Kazan was really good as Emily. What have I seen her in? Don't know. You know. Your dreams, maybe. <laughs> She's quite cute, isn't she? Not bad. Not bad. She's got those lovely disarming oh, eyes. That's what it was. She was in um, a film called What If with Daniel Radcliffe, where Daniel Radcliffe is in love with her, even though she's going out with his best mate. Oof, we've all been there. Oh yeah, we've all been there. Um, so yeah, but I thought she was really good as well. She was very charming. Liked her a lot. Yeah, she's likable. The whole cast are likable. Um, there wasn't really a bad actor in it. Even no. even the people who were supposed to be annoying, that, his flatmate, who's a bit of a, a loser. He's just ginger. That that's literally <laughs> it. He's just a ginger bloke, and they're like. Oof. You, you had uh, loads of other really big comedians in it again, like Bo Burnham. I fucking love Bo Burnham. A bit of Bo. Love a bit of Bo, and he was great in it as well. And. It was just a great cast. Like, I can't fault anybody in it. Yeah. Um, I thought the script was good, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, there weren't any cliche lines, weren't any cringeworthy moments. Um, it was just an honest film. And it, was, it wasn't It was trying to, you know, mislead anybody or, or mm. just a, a solid film. I'm finding hard to fault it, actually. I'm trying to think of what did I not enjoy about it. Fault it? I mean, it's... Although it's an original story, it's not an original story arc. Mm. Um, there were moments where you you could see that it was quite formulaic. But then, you know, apparently there are only six or seven different story types anyway. Yeah? In... in... You subscribed to that, do you? No, not really, because... I'm, I'm, an, I'm an optimist. I'm not judging you. I'm an optimist. I like to think that there's a... You know, They're all based on Jesus. <laughs> That's yeah. what it's really about. Yeah, um, yeah, uh, yeah like, I'm, like I'm trying to think of something I didn't like about it. And I'm struggling. I, yeah, no, I don't think there is anything I really... I mean, it's still like I wasn't completely blown away by it. I wasn't like, I love this film. Because as you said, it wasn't super cliche, but there were still a few ones. However, it's a true story, so... Yeah, I mean... Although, there'll be artistic liberties, won't they? Yeah, they'll change a bit. Yeah, but no, I, I really enjoyed all the characters, all the actors. I love how it starts off as a story about um, his relationship with the girl and then turns into a story about his relationship with the parents as yeah. well as their relationship together, the mum and the dad. Um, 
And it was really funny, and like not in a suit completely over the top way, but just in sort of the really subtle and smart ways. Um, I just I loved it. It was a really good film. What would you give it out of five? That's a good question. Out of five? Mm. Okay. Five, I would give it... <laughs> you're going to love this. Four and a half. Wow. Yeah. As high as that. Like I said, I'm really struggling to default it. Really struggling. Yeah. I mean, I was going to give it a three and a half. Mm-hmm. And my only faults are really that it was slightly formulaic. Mm. I couldn't... I mean... Nobody's acting was really pushed to their limits. No, no, it wasn't they all seem to be. They all seem to be playing their Maybe own characters. Maybe I am overstating this a little bit. I, I think my main argument is that. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Don't hang on, me. I can take back my popcorn <laughs> ring any fucking time I want, right? You can't tell me what to do. All sales are final, sir. <laughs> I'm gonna give it a four out of five. Okay. As I, I think I was pushed more to the higher because I couldn't. I just couldn't think of anything bad to say about it. But as I said, I wasn't necessarily blown away. And one of the things I love about going to the cinema is potentially feeling something I don't normally get to feel. So that's why horror films like It, I really enjoyed. Thrillers and war films like Dunkirk, you know, when they really get to you, you get caught up in the moment. I kind of got caught up in the moment with this and it felt like it was heartwarming in a lot of places, but it wasn't super emotional. Yeah, so. I'd agree. I was definitely rooting for uh, mm. for them to get together. What's your, so are you giving it 3.5? Three, 3. I'm giving 5? it 3.5. 3.5, that's 70%. Yeah. Interesting. It's still high rating. So. It's very high, yeah. And I knew nothing about this film. I wouldn't have watched this if um, you hadn't put Suggested it on. Suggested it. Yeah. yeah. I would you have skipped over it. Welcome. Um, and so, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm glad. I'm glad I watched it. Cool. So we would suggest go watch The Big Sick. Yeah. And uh, we think you'll enjoy it too. Don't watch Pirates of the Caribbean. No, it's fucking shit. <laughs> and to be honest, don't watch the house either. There you go. Excellent. Right. Time for the game. Excellent. Uh, <laughs> this game is... Um, this game would only be made better with electricity. Um, and maybe fire. I think it can... Okay, right. We're getting... We can Josh know this now. Well, you're okay. Because I forgot the electricity <laughs> and I have a genuine fear of fire. And I don't have any batteries in the game. No. Uh, I don't actually have a name for this game. I'm going to call it Tag Your It. Okay. Um, Are you going to chase me? <laughs> with fire. Do you want to? <laughs> no, no. Uh, a friend of mine actually gave me the idea of this film, uh, this game. Do you want to? You want to credit your friend? Uh, Andrew McFarlane, thank you very much. It's a very Cheers, good, Andy. Very good game uh, choice. <laughs> uh, so I'm going to read out a tagline from a movie. Oh. And you have to tell me the movie. Oh. Or shit. you'll die. Oh. <laughs> fire. Now oh. I have quite an extensive list of movies here. Okay. So uh, I'm just going to keep going until until like and, you run out. Yeah, um, and we can we can sort it out afterwards. Yeah. Okay. Um, because I have no idea how many you're going to get. Because oh, this, is, this is an incredibly difficult game. Thinking when about you it. were playing it, like when you were writing them down, did you think you would get most of them? I've, I've edited it, the list I have, to ones that I think that you have a hope in hell of getting. Right. Okay. And they're still difficult. Shit. Which is why I'm so gutted I don't have the electricity today. Ugh. Because you, your hair would just be incredible after this. I think my bollock hairs would be singed, probably. Okay, and I can I can help you out because this is going to be very tricky um, without any help, I think. I'll give you a, the year the film came out. That's, the, that, that's, that's a guaranteed clue. You, we played the year game the other day and I fucking sucked today. Yeah, so it's not going to help. Did, yeah. <laughs> but with the tagline it might help. Okay, okay, so the first one. Right. And I can I'll give you some actors and stuff if you need it okay so this film came out in 1994 okay five I'll do the uh, the voice as well five good reasons to stay single oh shit I really don't have a clue and I'm trying to think it's a Richard Curtis and Mike Newell film four weddings and a funeral Amazing. <laughs> brilliant <laughs> very impressed <laughs> oh what gave that away Richard Curtis, that's why. Richard Curtis, yeah. Yeah, that's going to help me more. Tell me the fucking director. <laughs> well, I'm not, I'm not going to because I actually don't know the director for all of these. Um, but yeah, I'll give, that's a really good tagline, I thought. That Five was a very good, good tagline. Whoever came up with that in marketing, probably laughing. Deserves a BJ. All right, next one. <laughs> An undercover cop in a class of his own. So class is probably something to do with schools. Yeah? I ain't saying shit. Oh, for fuck's sake. This is so hard. Came Andy, in, you suck. <laughs> came out in 1991. And you got like, I was born in 89, man. <laughs> oh. uh, I'll give you another clue. Wait, wait, wait. Can, no, can we count a cop as later than that? 
It's not a Tuma. It's not a Tuma at all. It was Kindergarten Cop. Was it actually? Yeah. That's a great film. Yeah. You'll never get this one. Okay. It's coming out in 93. So you were what? Five? Four. Four. A husband. A wife. A millionaire. A proposal. Uh, uh, that's pretty much a synopsis of the movie yeah it just doesn't ring any bells to me at all Woody Harrelson's in it alongside Demi Moore no John Barry does the music except it's not a bomb really I'm not gonna get it Uh, it's Indecent Proposal I would never have got that in a million years alright Collide with Destiny I'm again no but it is 1997. Is Armageddon 97? <laughs> um, Collide with Destiny. I, I don't know. This is such a hard Oh, Titanic! Yeah. It's kind of a shit That's tagline. a terrible tagline. It's bad, isn't it? That's, that's like too soon, bro. Yeah. Too soon. <laughs> they should have called it Just the Tip of the Iceberg. Just the tip. Like <laughs> Just the tip. Just the tip. <laughs> Titanic. <laughs> <laughs> What do you think about that? The funnier it gets. Just the tip. Titanic. Just the tip. <laughs> <laughs> All right. This is from 1988. This is before you were even born. Oh, uh, okay. The first was for himself. The second for his country. This time, it's to save his friend. Is this a spy one? No. It's, it's Rambo 3. But you'll never get that. No. You'll never get that. Uh, I mean, I think you gave up to me a little bit too soon, but <laughs> you are correct. I wouldn't have got that because I've never seen it. I don't know the plot. Okay, this film's from 96. Right. Someone has taken their love for scary movies too far. Solving this mystery is going to be murder. So, this could be anything like Scream. No? Yeah, spot on. All right, okay. Well done. That's easy. <laughs> yeah, it was good. Have some confidence in yourself. Yeah, but I've just because fantastic so far. Just because you didn't get Rambo three, yeah, or just the tip. <laughs> All right, you got more. I got more. You printed them off at work, didn't you? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was really hoping to electrocute you for eight, two, oh, eight, four. Oh my god, pages. I would have been electrocuted so fucking much in this game. Okay, this is this is one of my favourite taglines actually. Right. Um, this is from a two thousand and five movie. It's called the longer you. Sorry, the tagline is the longer you wait, the harder it gets. Two thousand and five. It's a comedy. Steve Carell. Uh, no, why wouldn't I get that straight away? Because I would have thought I know pretty much Seth Rogen. Oh, 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 40 year old virgin. Yes. Yeah. How good is that tagline? Um, it, it, I don't know. It's a penis joke, obviously, and I was just trying to think of penis movies. Yeah. It's clear. I can't just <laughs> Um, do you know what the best movie tagline that ever is? No. It's definitely Alien. In space, no one can hear you scream. That's genius. It's very true. Mm. Uh, okay, this one. The bitch is back. I'm going to kick myself when you tell me the answer to this one. The bitch is back. Uh, no, no. Bearing in mind, I just mentioned Alien. And she says in the second one, Get away from her, you bitch! So the tagline for the third Aliens. One, it's Alien oh. Three. Oh fucking hell! Almost had it. Almost had it. Uh, Earth. It was fun while it lasted. Oh my god! It is finally. <laughs> well done. <laughs> I feel if you just said that for all of the answers, you would have got it right eventually. Uh, okay, this is a '98 movie. Her life was in her hands. Now her toe is in the mail. Oh my god! It's not. <laughs> it's very bizarre. Is this the? So now a toe is in the mail. I want to say it's like seven. No, no. it's more light. Think Coen Brothers. Her life was in their hands. Now her toe is in the mail. No. It's the Big Lebowski. You know what? I feel like I watched that film once and fell asleep. Should have watched it twice. Yeah, I wouldn't mind watching it again. Yeah. This is one of my favourites. This is from an animated movie mm-hmm. in 2000. Escape or Die Frying. Animated film from what year? 2000. It's Claymation. Oh, why is Wallace and Gromit the only thing I can think of? It's by them. The same people who make it. Hardman. What the fuck did they make? 
I don't want to be a pie. Oh, chicken run! I don't like gravy. I don't like gravy. <laughs> Babs! Fucking love Babs. Uh, it's a very underrated film. Yes, yeah, hugely underrated. Mel Gibson's best role. Uh, 1990, this film came out. His story will touch you, even though he can't. Think of someone who can't touch you. Um, Think of somebody who appears in Pirates of the Caribbean. Uh, Johnny Depp is in this film? Yes. And which film? What year is it from? 1990. He can't touch you, even though his story will touch you. I have no idea. Edward Scissorhands. Oh, motherfucker! He, I'm not gonna. He can't touch you. I mean, okay. This is a great film, 1986. Uh, one man struggle to take it easy. Take it easy. Oh, oh, Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Oh, ah, that's sick. <laughs> How many of you got that one? Ferris Bueller's Day Off. That's amazing. Love that film. Uh, and this is a, this actually took me back. Uh, 1986, this film came out. It's um, Be Afraid, Be Very Afraid. Poltergeist? Uh, close. I thought it was something like that. It's The Fly. Starring really? Jeff Goldblum. Be yeah. Afraid? Is that what coined that term? Yeah, it must have been. I mean, because I've only been alive. For as long as that term's been around, I just assumed it was something my dad used to say when he used to change my nappy. <laughs> Surely it would make more sense for it to be, be a fly. Very <laughs> fly. Or just be fly. Yeah. That would Pretty make more fly sense. For, for a, a white guy. For a Jewish lead, lead man. <laughs> With great abs. <laughs> he has got good abs. Uh, you'll get this one. There can be only one. Is that a Star Wars one? No. Uh, wait. Oh, Highlander! Yes! Yeah! I thought you were going to let me down. Okay, this is a 2005 horror film. Horror, horror what? Film. Horror <laughs> film. Uh, on May 6th, except it's American, so... On May 6th, see Paris die. It's a horror film? Yeah, 2005. Catacombs? No. Paris? I don't know. This is her second best film that she's in. The first one you see her boobs, and you see her giving a BJ. I feel like it's called One Night in Paris. The other film I'm talking about. It's Paris Hilton. Yeah. <laughs> so what's this film called? On May sixth, see Paris die. Do you remember she was in that horror film? Has Wax. Yeah. Ah, well I remember done. watching that. That bit where they cut attendance through the grill. Oh my god, yeah, that, that makes me feel so fucking weird inside. <laughs> Arousal. No, not even that. Just, you know, like when, when you feel like your arsehole kind of Puppies. tenses up so much that it actually disappears back up inside you into cuz your tonsils? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's how it made me feel. Oh, yeah. Uh, 93 film, An Adventure 65 Million Years in the Making. Oh, God, Jurassic Park. Yes, it is. See? If I got that one wrong, I would not deserve to be on this podcast. No, no, you're absolutely right. Okay, 97, this film. Protecting the Earth from the scum of the universe. Oh, man, look. Absolutely. Look at me, I'm flying now. Look, I've, I've got, I'm even lying, lying back on my chair slightly. My chest? My chair. Oh, my God, I can't tell. Uh, oh, this is one of my favourites. 94 movie. I hope you've seen this film. If not, you should. From the brother of the director of Ghost. <laughs> This is a comedy starring Leslie Nielsen. Naked Gun? Yeah. It's the yeah. third one. Naked Gun, 33 and a third. I think I wanted to say that one at the start when you're talking about the longer you wait, the harder it gets. Yeah. Something like that. I um, don't know why. Anyway. Uh, the classic story about a boy and his mother. Psycho? Yeah, well done. This Did I actually get that right? Yeah, well done. I thought that was a joke. No, no. I mean, it was a joke when I said it, but that is actually real. I think that's from the 98 remakes. Uh, okay, so, yeah, because everybody knows the plot by then. Yeah, yeah. I've never seen that film. Uh, watch it, it's great, the original. Mm. Yeah, watch it, definitely. Cool. Um, this is from 2004. A romantic comedy with zombies. Shaun of the Dead? Yeah, well done. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. You're facing these. Getting there now. Well, it's because you've moved slightly four more into the future is that they give me movies that came out before I was even born. So no. uh, that's true. Yeah. Uh, that is true. Mm-hmm. Okay, so the '98 film, so you'll definitely get this one. Well, love is in the hair. In the hair. See, now all I can think of is Tangled, and that's definitely not no. Love is in the hair. 
something to do with hair. Hair dresses. And love. Hair and love. Love and hair. Hair and love. Very good at that voice. Love is in the hair. I don't know. It's there's something about Mary. Oh with the no! Coom, how did I not get the that? The comb in the hair. Is that hair gel? She's so pretty in that film. Well, do you remember the mask? Yeah, that's that's. Yeah, I've had this discussion with all of my friends. Have we? That's that's just the standout performance. Cameron Diaz is of, ridiculously of hot in the mask. Yeah. And finally, I hope you do get this one. Uh, does for rock and roll what the sound of music did for Hills. Go the rock. No, it's from '84, so you probably won't. Uh, rock and roll. But the, uh, is it the Spinal Tap? Well this is Spinal done. Tap. Amazing. Yeah! So very impressed. Great game because I think I started off at the start where I was like, hate this game. I can't get any of them right. It's fucking shit. And they got loads right just, at the end, so I just, felt better about myself. Well, we can edit it so that it looks like you just got them all right. Yeah. We could take out the ones you didn't get. <laughs> we could do. I have the power. <laughs> yeah. He has the power. I'm so glad it wasn't involving electricity now. You would be on the floor right now. Yeah, I, I, I think my sperm would be glowing in the dark. Taint would be leaking. <laughs> There'd be taint leakage everywhere. Uh, taint yes. leakage of the highest caliber. So, thanks for listening to this week's episode. Massive episode number seven. Pretty good, yeah? Getting better. Yeah. Everybody loves us. <laughs> no, genuinely though we're getting a lot of good feedback now which is great and we actually really appreciate the feedback so if you are listening to us on whatever podcast service you're using especially iTunes please 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 Mike out of pleasing please add a review and give us the star rating I think they do it out of five just because it helps other people find us so if you can do anything give us a rating like us on Facebook and Instagram on Twitter and tell your mates about it if you think someone would enjoy this podcast letting them know about it because that really helps yeah motivation helps you saw how how much better Josh became once he started getting some uh, positive reinforcement in the quiz yeah just like my love life you're doing a great job Josh okay thank you <laughs> that's pretty much that's the spot <laughs> <laughs> okay this is getting too familiar now um, so yeah if you can that'd be great we really appreciate it and hopefully you're enjoying the podcast just let us know and then we'll keep making it because if not then I'll never see Mike again You'll really never see me again. Um, so thanks for listening, and we'll see you again on the next one.